This is What The Flux. I'm Justin, and it's Thursday, the 14th of January. Fluxfam, after concerns over the racist connotations of its name, Coon Cheese announced last year it's going to change its name after 85 years on Australia's shelves. And yesterday, they announced Coon Cheese will be known as Cheer Cheese from now on. Expect to see your favourite Cheer Cheese from July this year. Now today, we're revisiting the best stories from the retail industry. 2020 was a huge year for e-commerce companies and supermarkets, but we saw significant pain for physical retailers due to the lockdowns. So let's hear a few of the best stories of 2020. For our first, West Farmer's online retailer, Catch Group, mm. is increasing capacity by up to 40% Ooh. by installing over 100 mobile robots Ooh. at its key distribution center. Here come the robots. <laughs> What's happening here? After being bought by West Farmer's for around $230 million last year, mm-hmm. the Catch Group certainly has ambitious growth plans. In fact, Catch has over 2 million active customers. A number that is rising by 30,000 customers Huge. every single week. So what do these little new robots do for Catch? <laughs> well, basically, they'll enable Catch to pick an additional 2,000 orders an hour. Meaning more deliveries packed in a shorter period of time. Meaning less waiting for us consumers who have been sucked into buying Catch's (laughs) digital air fryer. Or the super enticing metallic gold lava lamp. Love that. (laughs) So what's the key learning here? The online retail market is incredibly competitive. So online retailers need to create a key differentiator from others Mm -hmm. who are doing very similar things. For Catch, it seems like faster delivery times have become a key part of this puzzle. Adding robots into the mix means Catch can keep up to speed with some competitors like Kogan and Amazon who already have robots. And overtake other competitors who are still using humans to pick (laughs) packages from warehouses. Humans? (laughs) Overall though, it's all about improving the customer experience. For our second story, David Jones has announced a disappointing $33 million loss and has also denied reports that it's up for sale. Lots to deal with over at DJ, (laughs) so what's the story? Well, some context. The South African company known as Woolworths Mm -hmm. bought David Jones back in 2014 for $2.1 billion. And at the time, David Jones' new owner was very optimistic mm, about DJs. But in the next four years after buying DJs, profits more than half. Ooh, and for some reason, David Jones' owner has said, nah, no way mm-hmm. are we selling David Jones. <laughs> Even though the company made a big loss this year <laughs> and is in heaps of debt. So what's the key learning here? When a company is underperforming or just plain losing money like DJs, yeah. it often becomes a takeover target. And what is a takeover target? It's when one company is eyeing off another company for purchase. This could be because the company's struggling mm. and needs a saviour. Or because they've developed something innovative mm-hmm. and another company wants a fat slice of that. <laughs> That'd be a new product. Or an exciting customer base. DJs is right in the sweet spot of the struggling company mm. for takeover. Iconic brand. National stores. Owning their own property. So, it's no surprise that potential suitors around the world yes. reckon they can come in and improve <laughs> performances. Just like the South African Woolworths thought they could back in 2014. <laughs> For our third and final story, sales at Woolworths went up by 12% between July and September this year, largely thanks to online sales and, of course, Disney's (laughs) Ooshies. Makes sense to me. Those little critters are adorable. So what's the story here? (laughs) After we saw Woolies shelves in March and April this year, we thought that COVID was an absolute cash bonanza for them. (laughs) But it actually hasn't been all good for Woolies. COVID has actually dragged down the number of customers visiting Woolies supermarkets in total. 
on top of that, there have been many costs associated with COVID too. Like cleaning stores more often. And of course, getting staff to monitor customer interactions <laughs> for social distancing. Uh, now, the good news for Woolies is that its online performance was real strong. E-commerce sales up 100% Ooh. to $961 million. What did you say? 100%. Wow. Add into the mix Ushi's giveaway campaign, mm-hmm. and that's why you'd be pretty glad to be Woolies right now. So what's the key learning here? Physical supermarkets are transforming into more than meets the eye. Supermarkets used to be just for doing your shopping. And a distribution center used to be just for warehousing stock. But the two are slowly merging into one. Woolies is now turning its physical stores into quasi-distribution centers to enhance online sales Mm. capacity. And they're doing this by creating more space at the back of their stores to pick and then pack orders. Which also means faster delivery to local areas. Mm. Fluxfam, we hope you enjoy the Retail Industry Recap Edition of What the Flux. Tune in tomorrow to hear a recap of our very last industry from 2020. We'll be looking at the financial services space. And on Monday, Brett and I will be back for business as usual, delivering the latest bite-sized business news for 2021. We absolutely cannot wait. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.